Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football A Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. So are all of your Christmas sweaters put away? Mm-hmm. There's all there in a box. Yeah, I, dusty uh, attic. I packed up all my Christmas stuff Monday evening. Okay. It was sad, yeah, but well, you know now it's on a lake season. Well, I'm ready. Well, we're in the kind of that dead zone right now. Yeah, but but the hope is there. <laughs> the hope is there. Today's Wednesday, January sixth, twenty twenty one. Three hundred twenty two days till Thanksgiving. Up to one thousand ninety three. One thousand ninety three. This is the Dwayne. What was his name? Dwayne Vaughn episode. That's some riveting information. Right. Dwayne Vaughn (laughs) appeared in eight games for the Texas Rangers in 1988. That's his entire career. Good job. Wait, Dwayne. Hey, he's, you know, actually. Did you say Dwayne or Dwight? Dwayne. Oh. This is actually interesting. He went to Oklahoma. Oh. Can you say Boomer? We're shutting down the show. Uh, Do we have first fourth of the door? We sure do. It was me, Andrew Christensen, Alan Shepard, and Jacob John. Welcome in, fellas. Hello, friends. On today's show, friends, we're going to kind of recap what we watched last night. <laughs> On we watched, a Tuesday. Watch television. 2021 20, from them. home. We watched a high school football state <laughs> championship game from home. It was odd. It's the first. Tamales. It's the first state championship game I have not been a broad, part of the broadcast. That's not true because, well, that's it's not not a clean way to say it. Anyway, it's been a long time since I haven't been part of a state championship game, but there was one last night, and so we'll talk about that. Then it's hashtag Sark Week. We're going to talk about Steve Sarkeesian, the, the new head coach of Texas. What was the what was the lower third when we were watching Shark? Oh, big sharks are cool. Big sharks are cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's hashtag Sark Week. We're going to talk about the new head coach of Texas, Steve Sarkeesian, who he is, what he needs to do, and is he set up for success. We're going to talk about him, not with him. And then the back, yeah. Yeah, I guess I should say. We're not talking about We're him. not talking about We tried him. to book him, but uh, they were like, Who? We got a hard no. Yeah. I was like, I called Texas, and I was like, this is Greg Tepper. And they are like, 
come again? I'm sorry, you a student here? <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you pay your library fees? <laughs> back half of the show, we are going to talk with Greg Powers, an excellent athlete, all things recruiting in the state of Texas. So here we go. Let's talk about some football. Some football played last night. And I, I, I need to check because I was getting some pushback a little bit on Twitter that there's one game back in the early 90s that they think might have been played on a Monday or a Tuesday. But I think last night we had what may be the first and only Tuesday night Texas high school football state championship game, at least in UIL history. Yeah. In 1A Division Two, out there at beautiful San Angelo Stadium, as the Balmeray Bears the are Bears. state champions for the first time with a 74-38 to win over Richland Springs. You can find complete coverage, post-game coverage at texasfootball.com. Um, and and I, I mentioned this on the on the, the instant recap, which is up mm-hmm. on texasfootball.com, but I don't like to give Granger Hunters... Of compliments, mm-hmm. but he was spot on in this game. And oh, yeah. He said that the real—that's why he's a six-man guru. The reason—the reason he liked Balmeray in this game was because of their defense, the, mm-hmm. or their defense, especially their defensive line, line, and their depth. That he thought that what they did was they wore teams down and they won late, and really. It was especially the it was especially the first part, which mm-hmm. was the defensive line, which was to me the dominant force in this game, and the reason they had oh yeah they were consistently, uh they were consistently in um uh Trey Burkhart's face. They were so fast. Yeah. Richland Springs was thrown off by how fast that defense yes. was. Um, um, and so that was that was something that I was uh I was really impressed with. Uh, is is that they were? I'm sorry, Landon Burkhart. I said Trey Burkhart. I was getting great Texas high school players confused. <laughs> um, but uh, they were in Landon Burkhart's face. They were not able to get him loose. And then what you saw was some real offensive diversity from Balmeray. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are primarily a running team. Yes, they're a team, and you saw that with Tomas Contreras, their mm-hmm. super sophomore, uh, that was going out there and, and breaking off these big plays. He was fantastic. Yeah, in that game. three touchdowns in the first. Right. Half, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they had Drew Laramore, La- their quarterback, who threw the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he threw four touchdown passes all to the diesel. The diesel. Gary Alex Al- Abraham, <laughs> the big man, the big fella. Who uh, has some hands. He's got real soft hands, He's man. got that delicate, one, that perfect the ba- hands. There's, there's a touchdown catch mm-hmm. in the back of the end zone. It might have been his third or fourth It was one. his third one. And then the fourth one was where he reached over the guy. Yeah, he mossed Perfectly him. placed it and pulled it back down. <laughs> Um, that was did. impressive. It was impressive. Uh, and, and so when they took a big lead in the halftime, I think it was 44-16 at halftime, mm-hmm. that was big-time danger zone for Richland Springs because Balmeray is the deeper team. Mm-hmm. I'll just also say this. That looked like a, te- a senior-laden team for Balmeray. Yes. It looked like a senior-laden team, and, and they played like it last night. It's a big reason why they brought home their first-ever state championship in program history. Um, Not uh, to mention, though, with Castillo being a, a sophomore, like – they're not going Contreras, yeah. Contreras, my yeah. bad. They're not yeah. going away anytime soon. No, 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 soon. they're not going away. I mean, they're going to reload and stuff like that, and Balmeray's in it for the long haul. But, uh, you know, I think it's it's worth mentioning, you know, what a terrific job that Vance Jones has done there. Mm-hmm. Um, Vance Jones, of course, is a six-man legend. He now becomes the third coach in Texas high school football history to win a state championship at three different schools. He won at Marathon. In 1976, he won at back-to-back in Garden City in 09 and 10, and mm-hmm. then he won at Balmeray this past year in 2020. So think about that. 1976, his first title. 2020, 2020. his second title. And he's still got title. that same old smile on his Amazing. face. His smile's fantastic. Uh, uh, well, he's, and, and he is. He's one of the most universally 
beloved and universally respected guys in six-man football. He's a legend. And it's really cool to see him get that win. Um, and cool for Balmeray. The other two, by the way, if you're interested, I got the question. Pete Shotwell won at Abilene, Breckenridge, and Longview. And then Terry Cron won at Bartlett, Mart, and Commerce. Yes. In the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, that's there you go. The uh, so there you go. Those are the, uh, but that's the three. There's only three that have won at three different schools. It's a remarkable story there for, for Balmeray, and it's super cool for the folks out there in Reeves County. You know, they made the title game in 2016, 2017. They come up short uh, to get that win. I know it means a lot to that community, that, that, that small town. Very small town, teeny mm-hmm. little town out there in far west Texas in Reeves County. Uh, but they're uh, they'll be jumping in the they'll be jumping in the pool. Mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point. But, uh, I don't real fast too. I don't remember who said it last night. It was either Craig or uh, Granger. But they they made such a good point too that it was it was cool to see Balmerier win obviously with the first state championship. But Richland Springs has absolutely nothing to hang their head no, about no, no. because all those kids on that team. Basically, they've they've won two state championships. Well, no, no, so. no. Here's the thing, and, and you're you're exactly right. Landon Burkhart, uh, you know, the, one of I think three seniors on mm-hmm. this team. They are remarkably young. This was supposed to be a down year for Richmond mm-hmm. Springs. Like th- this was supposed to be a reloading year. This was supposed to be a te- a year that the fact they made it to a title game and the fact that I mean they they you know they didn't get 45. They still haven't been 45 by the way since in like 20 years. Wow. Um. The fact that they were able to make it to a title game is is remarkable yep. enough, mm-hmm. and and that's pretty that's pretty incredible, and, and obviously a credit to what Jerry Burkhardt has done there at Richland Springs. They have no reason to hang their head. Mm-hmm. I think that there is really no doubt that Balmaria was the best team in one A Division two. Oh yeah, no. Um, I think that that's that's they're that's locked I, and they, loaded. And, they proved and it time and champions. Time. We would be remiss though if we didn't bring up the most important part. We yes. mentioned the diesel, Gary Alex Abraham. Uh, he had four touchdown catches. Uh, his first one was a, a really nice catch and run, mm-hmm. but more importantly. This courtesy of our friends at Fox Sports Southwest. We got a legendary call from the GOAT, Craig Way. ...by Richland Springs, Balmeray kind of picking it up a little bit. Third and 18, so the toss, upfield to the diesel. Gary Abraham, here goes the diesel, down the sidelines. He's going to take it in for the touchdown. <laughs> wow, what an amazing <laughs> run there again. If you so good. do not consider Craig the GOAT, there is why you are wrong. That's why he's the Hall of Fame, folks. I why mean, he's the Hall of Fame. And we talked about it earlier, too. That was like a really spot-on diesel impression. It's like, good. it wasn't even kind of like, okay, he tried to, like, what is he it's doing? Like, 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 if I were to go, like, mm, uh, uh, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> it was good. Mean? It was really it was, good. It was excellent. And so, Craig Way, uh, you know, they, they handed out MVPs last night, but for, but for my money, uh, Craig Way certainly deserves an MVP <laughs> award for that call. It was fantastic. The other thing, super quick, uh, to put uh, Granger on a pedestal again, did you see he tweeted out this morning, he picked, or he predicted Balmeray by 36 points? Did he really? He tweeted toy? it out. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so he, he said Balmeray by 36. So he's got a prediction toy at mm-hmm. uh, Texas or at sixmanfootball.com, the venerable sixmanfootball.com, and and apparently it was Balmeray by 36. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. His, 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 now, so for those who don't know Granger, Granger is like a math dweeb. Yeah. Like legit big for like, guy. like professionally. He's a professional, professional math, math dweeb. dweeb. He does the six-man football thing on the side. Professional nerd. He really is. I mean that obviously lovingly. Yes. Uh, but So that's not surprising. He's got a really well-tuned um, prediction thing there at, at sixmanfootball.com. So, yeah, to call, to call a state championship game on the on dot, the I was like... On the nose. That's, and, that's impressive. And I don't also, care who you are. Balmeray's win last night. Let's also not overlook the most important fact. 
No one cares, Tepper. She said, I'm 7-1 and one in my Steam title game. So I can't tell you <laughs> Shouts from the back. No one cares. Right. <laughs> right. Anyway, congratulations to Balmeray, the 1A Division II state champions. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. <laughs> Great comment here coming in from Meese. He said he immediately pictured Craig tying his tie in a Arlington hotel room practicing the diesel sound. <laughs> like getting ready for the game, practicing the diesel t- sound. <laughs> All right, Pickle. I don't know if you checked the calendar, but guess what? Is it Sark Week? It's Sark Week. <laughs> That's right. It's Sark Week. Uh, as Texas. We talked yesterday about Tom Herman being out as the head coach at Texas. The postmortem. They had an opening uh, publicly for about 40 Ford, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 40 minutes before they announced the hiring of their new head coach. And the new head coach is Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, he is coming over after a run as the offensive coordinator. Uh, and quarterbacks coach for Alabama. Uh, he has been there for the past two seasons. Obviously, he coached the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, who won it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Alabama, if you haven't seen Alabama, their offense is super good. No. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so he is coming He's coming uh, there. He is a, a former BYU quarterback. He played in the CFL a little bit, had some run there. Um, here's a guy who this is not his first head coaching job. But it is his first head coaching job in about a half decade. Mm-hmm. He was a head coach at Washington for four years. Um, and then he was the head coach at USC uh, for a couple of years. Uh, he has a 47-35 and 35 record. Um, there is a lot of... Um, I guess a lot of the question comes down to how much he's learned since then. Mm-hmm. And all the reports have been that he feels like he's a better coach now. He feels like he is a, he's, he's, he understands the job more. He feels like he's ready for another crack at it. It's worth remembering that he's still very young, yeah. you know, by coaching standards. He's 46. He'll turn 47 in March. Um, he's a young guy uh, taking over this Texas program that he's hoping to get over the top. Now, obviously... Now, I think it's it's also worth mentioning that at, at, at Washington and at USC, he was at Washington, um, and then he got a new contract, and then uh, he, 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 uh, he went to USC. He left Washington to go mm-hmm. to USC, kind of flamed out there at USC, didn't go particularly well for him. Um, now, I think it's worth mentioning, because it, it's, 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 it's in the public record, uh, that he was dealing with some pretty serious, from what we understand, substance abuse issues during uh, during that time. During that time, both at UHC and apparently there at Washington, uh, he had um, he he was uh, uh, you know with uh, he went to an out of state rehab facility. He is by all accounts clean. He's by all accounts improves himself, and he's gotten away from from that situation, mm-hmm. which is obviously a positive thing. He struggled with addiction, and he is he he is he is past that. So yeah. he is apparently in a better place in a mental perspective as well, just in a, from a health perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, this is a guy who runs a pretty. Um, I would say if you if you were looking for a a scheme like what kind of scheme he runs, you would call it a pretty much a true power spread. Mm-hmm. They are a team that runs the ball really well. They are a team that he always wants to run the ball effectively, um, and he always wants to, and and he asks his quarterbacks to 
you know, control the game to mm-hmm. manage the game. He is not a guy who necessarily needs you to go out there and have Pat Mahomes uh, be your quarterback. And I think if you watch Texas or if you watch Alabama the past couple of years, you will see what their offense is really about, mm-hmm. which is a quarterback who understands the throws, who can make all the throws that you need, but fundamentally it starts with running the ball. Mm-hmm. They don't ask the quarterback to go out there and win the game by themselves. Okay. That's one thing that I think that, that you're going to see. Now, look, I also think it's fair to say that Alabama has better talent than Texas right now. Yep. Alabama has better <laughs> talent, arguably, than everybody right now. Right. So the, when he comes to Texas, he is inheriting a worse offensive line. Mm-hmm. He is inheriting uh, a quarterback situation that's suddenly up in the air. Fair. Sam Ellinger mm-hmm. is declared for the NFL draft. Um, and, and, yeah, so— But theoretically— He's got Bijan Robinson. He's got Bijan Robinson. So that he's, helps a little the, bit. The cupboard I mean, is far from he's empty. He's going to have Jonathan Brooks. <laughs> yeah. The cupboard is far from empty. It just it fits the scheme well, I guess, yeah. with a quarterback up in the air and you're not relying on him the whole time to have some decent running game. The cupboard is far from empty, but he will definitely have some choices to make and some decisions to make as far as how to deploy these guys. Okay. So there's part of it. You will mention I've not mentioned, uh, you, you'll, you'll notice that I have not mentioned one time the defense. Uh, this is uh, again for the. This is the second straight time that Texas is going with an offensive guy as opposed to a defensive guy. Charlie Strong was a defensive guy. Tom Herman offensive. Steve Sarkeesian offensive. Um, I think that, and apparently there are reports out there that a big reason why Texas really liked Steve Sarkeesian is he thought he. They think that he's going to be able to build a really really good staff. Um. And I think one thing that I think I'm very interested to hear what the defensive coordinator hire is going to be. Apparently, yes. there's reports that Will Muschamp has already turned down uh, the opportunity to come be the defensive coordinator. Good, because it didn't work the first time. We will see where they end up going with the defensive coordinator. All eyes are on that. Mm-hmm. Let me also bring up a thing, and it's a pet topic of mine whenever there's a new head coach in the state of Texas. Okay, Steve Sarkeesian has no ties to Texas. Mm-mm. None. He's from California. He went to school in Utah. He is uh, he'd be played football in Canada, and then he's coached in California, 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 Washington, California, Alabama, Atlanta Falcons for a couple of years as their offensive coordinator. Back to Alabama, now to Texas. No ties to Texas. I'm sure he's driven through. Yeah. Okay, I bet. I mean, Alabama he's, he's has played teams here. Alabama has played at A and M. Okay, <laughs> during his time, that is the extent of his uh, exposure here. This is, to me, another big, big... This this reminds me of when Texas, uh, when Baylor hired Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. That you have a guy who has fundamentally no ties to the state of Texas. If I am, uh, if I'm Steve Sarkeesian... I'm hiring Texas guys. I'm hiring some Texas guys. I'm doing what Matt Rule did, which mm-hmm. was he went out and he hired David Wetzel, and he hired Sean Bell, and he hired Joey McGuire. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Because you've got to get that Texas... That Texas high school football recruiting foothold, mm-hmm. and Steve Sarkeesian, plain and simple, doesn't have it. And I think we have no. We I think we have realized that the days in which you can go in to a recruit's house and flash the hook'em horns and they suddenly sign with you are done. Yes, they are done. There's mm-hmm. too many options for great players. So as a result, I think it is imperative that he fills out his staff with at least a couple of guys with mm-hmm. deep Texas roots. Deep Texas roots. And I think that's imperative. Look, I, I, there's, I know that there are some people who are kind of crapping on this hire. I am really intrigued. I think, I think it has the possibility of really working out well. 
because especially if he's in a better place, uh, better place mentally than he was when he was at USC in Washington. That plays he's a, a huge role. If he's in a better place, just from in a family perspective and in in a headspace perspective, then I think that you can look at what happened, especially at USC, how it finished there, where it just did not go well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can say, okay, this is still a very bright offensive mind. The results are there from the offensive side. Now it's just a matter of going and implementing them at Texas and taking the 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 talent on campus because the talent's there, mm-hmm. talent's there to contend for and win the Big Twelve. It's a matter of putting it in the right position to go and win. So, Steve Sarkeesian, the new head coach of Texas, we of course will be talking about it all off season long because we've got a whole off season to talk about football. We sure do. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Earlier today, we caught up with Greg Powers, a recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete, to talk all things recruiting across the state of Texas. Here's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, a Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week. In Cruden. It's this week in recruiting as the video plays with Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete, uh, our recruiting analyst. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. Powers, Happy New Year, my man. This is the first time we've talked in 2021. It feels like we're talking in the future. Happy New Year to y'all as well. This is awesome. Uh, back on Zoom. I can't wait to get back into the studio. Um, but great to be here today and great to talk a little bit of football. The state championships are coming, y'all, really quick. State semifinals, then the state championships for 5A and 6A. It's a, it's a great time to be a football fan with these extra weeks of high school football going on. We've got 12 more Texas high school football games to go, and they are all massive, massive. And I know you will have your eye on them from the recruiting world uh, uh, with your coverage at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, let's get to this week's notebook. <clears throat> let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, we're going down the Golden Triangle to Beaumont. Beaumont United with their 2022 athlete Chandler Rivers. Uh, this is a guy who is starting to pop on people's radar. Um, and he's already got some offers from Power 5 places like Ole Miss, like Colorado, like Mizzou. Uh, he's got some big-time in-state offers from places like Houston, etc., uh, this is a guy you think that uh, we could see his recruitment heat up pretty quick. Well, this is a fun one for me to talk about because, you know, we work really hard to put together these lists that go not only on texasfootball.com slash recruiting where you can see all the recruiting rankings and all that stuff, but we work really hard on, uh, you know, the DCTF Rising Magazine to put together top 300, top 100 list, et cetera. Looking back at the tape, a guy who didn't, make it into the magazine that I now like watching it. I was like, Oh, how did you miss this guy? Greg is Chandler Rivers. So I wanted to take some time to talk about his skill set and kind of profile him a little bit more thoroughly on the site, because he's one of these guys who literally can do anything he wants on a football field, all three phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. Chandler Rivers is a really special football player and I missed him. So I, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you can't always be right all the time when you're talking about recruiting. So I think that's a, a fun fact. 
He's a guy to keep an eye on, and, and a guy who's I, I think that uh, when you watch his film, it's it's he's got that blend of speed and physicality that I know that uh, that playmakers or that people are going to like. Uh, this is a guy that I think that from an athlete perspective, he could do a little bit of everything. Excited to see where he ends up. Let's now move on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is a bit of a surprise. Let's go to 2021. Uh, Dallas Skyline wide receiver Quadarius Davis uh, is a guy who had big offers from all over the place. He's the number 27 prospect in Dave Campbell's Texas Football's Hot 100, number four ranked receiver in the state. He had offers everywhere, okay? Uh, the biggest ones that he was really considering, Ole Miss, USC, Oklahoma State. Powers. What was he thinking? Quadarius Davis is going to Kansas. Uh, that is quite a scoop up for uh for for less miles and company and we've talked about him here before you'll recall he was at one time committed to texas backed off of that commitment committed to usc so this is his third commitment within the recruiting process but for me it's not a huge surprise from this standpoint emmett jones coach at dallas skyline coach at south oak cliff He's a recruiting powerhouse in the Dallas area, builds great relationships with prospects, top prospects, whether the Jayhawks get them or not. Uh, Emmett Jones is a player for many of these guys in this in this part of the country, you know, um, and he's going to come after, especially in the DFW, the, the top tier talent. And here it's paid off in a big, big way with Quay Darius Davis. Yeah, I think that, that we talk a lot about relationships. We talk a lot about how important it is to, to load up with guys who know the Texas high school football landscape. And here's a guy with him, in Emma Jones, an assistant coach there at Kansas, who is um, he's obviously critical to their success because of his connections, not just to Texas. And I'll even zoom in, not just DFW, but this seems like it's tailor-made for a guy like Emma Jones because of his close ties to Dallas ISD proper that seems like whenever you narrow it down and get that granular on it it's easy to see oh yeah okay this feels like the exact reason Quinarius Davis feels like the exact reason why a guy like Emmett Jones continues to find success uh, on on coaching staffs I agree 100 percent and they're going to get a guy who can really I think dominate in the big 12 if he's given the correct opportunity he has like this swagger about him um, that he's not afraid to compete and go up and make the terrific catches look easy. He's a very competitive guy, and once he's given the chance to shine, I think he he is really going to. And as a matter of fact, he he stepped up and had a, a better senior than senior year than a junior year. He had uh, over 800 yards this season. May I offer up something too? Maybe sure. something that we never think about. Maybe something academically pulled him there too. Sure. I mean, he is <laughs> realistically you're going to college for school too, so that also could yeah, be something. Most certainly, most certainly, something to keep an eye on there. Nice point, Pickle. Uh, as Quaderius Davis is heading to Kansas, uh, we're talking with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. All right, let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. Um, we don't talk a ton about Denton Ryan, so let's talk about Denton Ryan. <laughs> Um, we, we, uh, all, all the playmakers they've got, hey, guess what? They've got a pretty good sophomore, too. Their linebacker, Anthony Hill, um, is a guy that I think is, is he's already one of the top prospects in the class of 2023, and his big game that he had uh, in their big win over Highland Park is only going to spark his recruitment. Uh, Anthony Hill is seems like he may be the next big thing for Denton Ryan. Yeah, that defense is really special and I think Anthony Hill made it even better because you're talking about him joining up with 
a, a few guys there, not only linebacker and the defensive secondary up front uh, with a really powerful defensive line to give them the complete package. It's And it's my belief that that defense could win them a state championship this year. They've always been a, a really talented team on both sides of the football, but this year to me, with the emergence of Anthony Hill, bear in mind, Anthony emerged before he even stepped on the field, really, as a varsity player. He picked up some big-time P5 offers before that. Uh, but now he's backed that up with varsity tape, and that's why you see these huge schools in hot pursuit of him. You're talking, you know, Texas, Texas A&M, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State. They've all offered him, and that's for a reason, because he's one of the top talents in the entire country. Uh, a, a guy certainly keep an eye on Anthony Hill as you're watching them uh, take on uh, Mansfield Summit this week in the state semifinal. Keep an eye on the 2023 uh, linebacker, Anthony Hill. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week, we're going down to the Houston area, class of 2022. Uh, Kelvin Banks at Humble Summer Creek, the big offensive tackle, 6'5", 300 pounds. Uh, this is a guy who is one of the most heavily pursued uh, offensive tackles in the nation. And now he gets the seal of approval from Greg Powers as he has been given. He's the second prospect in the class 2022 to get the Dave Campbell's Texas football five star status. Uh, obviously a lot of a lot of talent in the class of 2022, but I know you reserve those five star rankings for for a very, very select few. What is it about Kelvin Banks that you feel like is deserving of that fifth star? Well, there's only going to be five of them, right? Mm -hmm. So by the end of the day, there'll be five five star prospects in that class. Uh, Kelvin Banks, to me, epitomizes what I'm kind of looking for in a five-star prospect. He can play any position up front on the offensive line. He has a very high ceiling as a prospect and has the look of a true left tackle. He reminds me a lot of former five-star from Allen, Greg Little. Um, so that's kind of a comparison, I think. You know, Greg's playing now in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers. So this is, he's just a big-time guy, and it's no surprise to see everybody chasing him. And, of course, he was the O-line MVP, the next-level athlete, Texas Top 100 Showcase. I was like to say, when we saw him there, too, the speed of his feet for being as big as he is, is it's really impressive. Powers and I sat there and watched him, and we're like, this kid's special. And you were looking at what is prob was probably a 15-year-old kid at that point, Ashley. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just think about how he's grown and matured and what he's going to be in a couple of years and what he could be once he enters into that college strength and conditioning program. This was a hotly contested spot. He joins Quinn Ewers as the number two five-star so far in that class or the first two that we've selected. Uh, but you have guys out there like Jadon Blue at Klein Kane who has offers from everybody. Denver Harris at North Shore is a really good player who's in the five-star race. Brennan Thompson at Spearman. But I think that Kelvin Banks is a safe bet to be one of those guys who not only stars in college, but has a chance to be selected highly in the NFL draft one day. Mm -hmm. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. And, of course, see his fine work at TexasFootball.com. Powers, appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel next week, huh? There I'll see Greg then. Powers. Next Level Athlete. I'm Greg Tapper, recruiting oh. analyst. That's Greg Powers. It went back to um, the video. <laughs> uh, talking all things recruiting across the state of Texas. Find his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Mm. No one in the comments wow. really said anything. Wow. Like, okay. I, th I think that do what you, you have guys... any final thoughts. Well, I mean, how this about is, we switch that? This is your, but this is I am your asking segment. for your you final thoughts. You can say whatever thought. you want. 
I am asking this you. Is a, like, you this is your have, open mic time. Yeah. Do you have a final thought? I've been talking for 33 minutes. That's fair. Well, I'm hungry. I'm going to go make some soup. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TextFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, an excellent athlete, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.